Fearless Wanderers. It's your travel companion Zena, and you've just stepped back into the wide world of hostel stories. Today, buckle up because we're diving headfirst into the realm of hostels, where every bunk is a potential chapter in the book of adventure. Now, let me set the scene. Hostels, my friends, are not created equal. We've got the ones fostering a sense of community meant for those long-term soul-searchers. Then there are the working hostels, the pit stops for a night before your flight crash pads, the co-working heavens, and yes, the notorious party hostels. You know the ones, where the stories are as vivid as a midnight bonfire, endless nights, mysterious sounds in the dorms, and enough alcohol to fuel a pirate ship. Ever wondered what really goes down behind those closed hostel doors? Do guests actually get any sleep? Well, today we're about to unveil the curtain. I've got a friend, the Polish maestro of party hostels, Michelle. We cross paths in a sociable hostel nestled in the small surfer town of Sayulita. She's worked, lived, and partied in hostels across Europe and Latin America. And let me tell you, her tales will make your backpack straps tighten. So grab your favorite drink, whether it's a tropical concoction or just a trusty cup of coffee, and get ready to be hyped for your next hostel adventure. Are you ready for Michelle's shocking and uncut stories? Well, my fellow adventure seekers, let the hostel stories party begin. It's a, I just don't understand why a lot of women act this way that men is always a priority while they've been doing all that shit to us. And, you know, at the end of the day, they really don't care. They really don't care. And we are the ones who usually care the most mm. also about them mm-hmm. and that we're being left out. Yeah, but <sighs> wow, like it's so interesting what happened yesterday. Yeah, it's like... Drama, some drama finally here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally, no, I'm, I'm not a fan of drama, but like it was just quite easy here, you know, very, very easy. Okay. And I was like, to, to an extent that I was even a bit shook that really nothing has happened. Like there, there are no affairs, even though they are. Uh-huh. People just don't talk about it. Like I know about them because I talk with Kasha a lot. And, you know, so I'm... I got to know about that, but... I felt as well, there's nothing happening here. I was surprised. Because usually when you go to hostels and, you know, people are staying for a longer time and there are, like, a bunch of people and all of them are quite hot, you know? Like, eventually something would happen. Yeah, eventually. Here, uh-huh, but here I felt like, damn, what's going on? Exactly. I feel like nothing is happening. I was surprised that nothing was happening. And then when you told me about that... I was surprised that I didn't notice it, but I wasn't surprised that it happened, you know. Yeah, like uh, between the two of us, it happened like a couple of days ago. Uh-huh. It was Thursday. It was a night out Thursday. Yeah, but like we were, we were at the same place. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like we just went out, blah, blah. Um, but then like when we got back and actually had sex in the dorm. With him? Uh-huh. There was an, Ameri- <laughs> there was an American girl up there on the bed and she was like who the fuck is sucking cock so loud no. was this the blonde american girl yeah she oh starts God, screaming one, right? and then she 
she complains to the hostel about that. Oh my god, I remember so well because the next day Dasha was asking her like everything's fine with you because you were like you were complaining and she was like, "Yeah, I switched bed. Now everything is fine." Yeah, cuz like she complained and like I honestly I don't remember that like how was it? Yeah, and she just complained about that. Yeah, exactly. She did and like um I was talking with Kasha last night about it and I'm like and because she asked me if we if I did um has like with him, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, and like she like she even made a complaint about it and she's like, Oh fuck, that was you like no. I couldn't guess that and then she was like, Yeah, is she such a bitch yeah. doing that? I was like, Yeah, because you know, just why don't you be a normal human being? Just like come up to me, like confront me, tell me like, hey, I think what you've done is not right, mm -hmm. and you know uh, I don't I don't feel comfortable being in a dorm when somebody's fucking there. Like you yeah, know yeah, it's totally yeah, understandable, but just like be a be an adult, like come up to me and like confront me because I think like that's much more powerful in a sense. Like if she tells me that mm -hmm. straight into my face, then I feel exactly. like embarrassed. I feel you know that I'm really sorry about that. Uh huh. How would you have reacted when she was like? approaching with that if she if she confronted me like uh -huh. that i would have been like well yeah i'm i'm sorry yeah I'm, i'm not gonna do that again i'm sorry i shouldn't i shouldn't have been doing that because like you know if you look at it from the um from the other side perspective yeah i don't think it's right mm. um having sex in a, in a dorm mm. but on the other hand like this is not the end of the world Yeah, but that's what's happening constantly in hostels in general, right? And especially, like, if you're going to party hostels, like, this is what's happening all the time. And you were saying that you sat in quite a few party hostels, no? Yeah, I, I volunteered in two. One, <laughs> <laughs> well, one was in, uh, in Sevilla and the other one was in Puerto Escondido. Like, these were really party hostels because like we've got activities every single night uh -huh. and every single night there was like a different club uh -huh. um and a party happening in that club devoted for a special day you so in a club every single day well not always because <laughs> that's exhausting yeah and it also costs you money so you know it's not so great for budget travelers yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah but like I don't know. In Sevilla, for example, not not always because I think like the parties there are mm -hmm. not so great. Mm -hmm. um, but in Puerto Escondido, yeah, I was I was quite almost every day there. <laughs> yeah. How how was how was the vibe in a party hostel? I mean, like me, I'm trying to actually avoid going to party hostels because when I want to sleep, I want to sleep. And so, like, what I usually do, I go to rather quiet hostels. And if I want to party, I go to parties so yeah. i never been to a real party hostel how was the vibe there i think like a lot of people think the same way mm -hmm. you do mm -hmm. and i don't think it's um it's how it actually is in reality because mm -hmm. i think party hostels are meant to just connect people who pretty much like the same thing meaning mm -hmm. like parties <laughs> that, you know people are just very sociable very open and the fact that like it is a party hostel makes people connect a bit easier because you've got an activity there which mm -hmm. is surely a party but still um there are some rules like 
no noise after mm-hmm. 12 or something. So like, you know, everything that's going on in the hostel shuts down by 12 mm-hmm. either way. So, you know, if you, if you're worried that you'll not, you'll not be able to sleep, it's not the case. The vibe is nice because like, you know, there's always an activity happening. And like, for example, yesterday here, you saw, you know, the karaoke, it was very nice because like everybody gathered around mm-hmm. and everybody had kind of the same goal. So just mm-hmm. to pretty much have fun and connect with people before yeah, going yeah, out. Yeah. Because then like, I don't know, I haven't stayed in like many not party hostels, but all of the not party hostels I've stayed at, I feel like I haven't met anybody. Like, sure, I met some people, but it was just hard to actually like connect anyhow. And you know, being honest, so I have, I've been here for five nights and I was wondering what's the difference from here to actual party hostel? Because what I felt, so the last nights we were always spending the nights together and then eventually going out after 12 when everything shuts out, shuts down here in the hostel and people are just like going out, partying, going to a bar or whatever. And some other people would go to sleep. Of course, like we had some nights that we were just like, sitting together and not going out after because I don't know there was nothing to do but yeah like for instance yesterday or the day before I I thought actually am I in a party hostel or nah this one I wouldn't really describe as a party hostel because I feel like it's more surf oriented and it's more like activity oriented rather than party oriented Mm -hmm. because like I don't know in the previous hostels I've stayed at it was I wouldn't say pushed, but it was made for people to actually have as much fun as possible. Being like, okay, so we do an activity that, of course, involves some drinking and involves some, like, you know, any connecting mm-hmm. between, like, and mingling, you know, between one another. So I don't know, for example, here, if you can look at the activities that, like, I think they have karaoke, then they have the volleyball tournament, which is not, um, uh, party hostel quote-unquote activity quiz night yeah and what else pop quiz no but like for example um in in the other party hostels i stayed at it was like beer pong a quiz night karaoke ladies night flu a party or something like that what was that like that you just have a fluorescent paint oh all right yeah so it was a lot of different stuff every single night, you know? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter the day, but if you want to go out, then you can do that. Mm-hmm. But also, I think, to be fair, it always depends on the place that you're at. Like, this place is just not like this, which mm-hmm. is completely fine because people come here uh, from different reasons. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe the vibe on a party hostel? And everyone's, like, on holidays and wants to go crazy. I would say it's a shit show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an absolute shit show. Because everybody, everybody is like party oriented, but at the uh-huh. same time, well, at least at the places I stayed at, it's like people are hot, people are partying, drinking. So at the end, there's a lot of fucking there. Yeah. And yeah, and it's like mingling, just mingling. Uh-huh. Shit show and mingling. These would be like the two keywords, I think. Do you have like crazy stories you experience while staying in party hostels? Um, I remember when I was working in in the hostels, they were like, in one hostel, there was a person who just came back home and like puked into one volunteer's shoes and her Dr. Martens, which was, oh my gosh, I would have, I would have killed that man. Um, he puked into her Dr. Martens and then like, 
he didn't even remember that. So when she like confronted him about it, he was like, nah, I didn't. I didn't or something like that. Then the other the other hostel I say that was like a guy peed on somebody's bed. Oh my god. So he was like I think I think it was like he got mistaken. Yeah. Like he came back home and like he just mistaken his bed. Mm-hmm. And so he took like one girl's bed and he peed on it. Like <laughs> he just didn't make it to the bathroom or something. I don't know. It's like he thought it's his bed. Oh my god. But then like it wasn't actually. Oh my god. I hear that so many times actually. I just met a girl the other day, like a few days ago. She's working here in the hostel, I think for one and a half years. And she said during that time that she's working there, there were like five guys, you know, being whitening that bad. I'm like, how is that even possible? Yeah, I mean <laughs> like how drunk do you have to be? Because I feel like, you know, if you come back home drunk and you just go to a bathroom and yeah, you go yeah, to sleep. Yeah. I don't know, but whatever. No yeah. judgment. Maybe maybe they've got some issues or uh, I don't know. Have you also experienced much like people having sex in the dorms? <laughs> yes, I did. I've, I've never caught anybody doing that. I was caught doing that. Uh-huh. Um, you were caught doing that? Uh-huh. Like people saw you? Like, uh, for example, once um, it was during the day. And so th- there was like, there was nobody, right? Mm-hmm. Which was perfect. And then like, somebody just came in and there was a curtain. So we just like, and the curtain was, was closed, obviously, right? We were mm-hmm. like behind a curtain. And um, the person just walked in and was just like literally hiding behind that curtain. Just be like, shh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think at the end, I'm still, I, I still don't know if he saw that or not. Oh my God. Yeah. Then yeah. like the other time. The girl started shouting, like, the <laughs> sucking cock that's loud. <laughs> yeah, I think that's something in every hostel happens. I heard it so many times. When I was in New Zealand, we were, like, in a 10-bed dorm. I think, like, almost every night. It was not a party hostel, but still, almost every night, I heard someone fucking. And uh, always different people. It's like, there's so many stories about that being, like, you know, I remember once when I was volunteering in a hostel, my friend went to fuck with a dude and he was like so loud, so vocal about like, you know, how much he likes her and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, come on, dude. Like you're literally having sex in a dorm that's yeah. first of all not allowed and second of all, like, you know, pay some respect to the other people who are sleeping there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody... Because it was like an open space, kind of. Mm-hmm. So somebody just from the floor upstairs just went out and started like shouting all over the hostel. Being like, can you guys shut the fuck up? Stop fucking here. <laughs> Stop being so fucking loud. Yeah. And then immediately yeah. she left. <laughs> I mean, sleep in hostels is sometimes really hard, no? Like, for instance, this night, I was sleeping quite early, but everyone was out. I think every hour someone came in completely drunk, trying to find his or her bed and trying to not be loud. See, that's why I'm usually the person who's going to come, <laughs> come back the last. Because then, <laughs> who's going to interrupt me? Nobody. <laughs> no, but like to be fair, I'm personally a person who has 
a big amount of FOMO, you know FOMO, right? Mm -hmm. The fear of missing out. Yeah, so FOMO, it's hitting hard on me. Like now, I'm I'm trying to not be influenced by that, but any anyhow, like I'm trying the least as I can. But still, you know, if everybody's going out, and okay, I'm tired, but at the same time, like of course I want to go out. Like I wanna I wanna have some fun, even even just for the sake of like you know going mm -hmm. and just seeing if it's worth it. I can come back like in 10 minutes later. Mm -hmm. but I just want to go out and see whether mm -hmm. it's worth it. So when you're working in the party hostel, you've been staying there for a few weeks probably, right? Yeah, I was staying there for like over a month. I mean, like, wasn't it really exhausting sometimes for it you? It was. Because you have that FOMO? It was exhausting. It was really exhausting. I remember in, uh, I think in both of the places, it was once I went on a bender, about like bender going out and drinking uh, for I think eight or nine nights in a row, which was really, really exhausting. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, when, when you're there, so it's like, it's kind of a vicious circle. So, you know, you wake up in the morning, you feel terrible mm -hmm. and plus you have to work, which is even worse. But then as the, as the day goes by, you kind of start feeling fresh. And once you start drinking again, it just kind of goes by yeah. and then you go out you have fun it's it's great it's yeah, a great yeah, night yeah. out but then it's all over again and uh -huh. once you stop doing that then i think like you know it all culminates uh -huh. and hits you like right in your face literally i definitely get that it sounds like a festival just like a really long festival I yeah i think it's even more than a festival because like there's always some new people coming up uh -huh. yeah okay you know the places But like then you also kind of know what to expect, you know, because like with a concert, okay, you know that it's happening just tonight and mm -hmm. you're going all you're in. going out tonight is like special night. But if you're in that situation, it's like pretty much every night can be a special night. Mm -hmm. So during these days, would you be doing anything else but partying and sleeping? Oh, yeah, I was. That's also the thing about me that like I hate being unproductive, you know, like uh -huh. I'm going to push myself to an extent that like, okay, if I'm partying and I'm being exhausted, I'm never going to put that over um, being productive in a sense. Like I was working uh, sometimes, I don't know, <laughs> slept over and I wasn't really working. Mm -hmm. um, but when I was volunteering, then of course you still have to work, uh, which is usually physical. So It's, it's one activity. But then, like, I was also going out, uh, working out, I want to say working out. <laughs> um, working out, sometimes surfing, and, yeah, just, like, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill, but some productive stuff. I imagine, like, living that lifestyle, I think. It's really exhausting. Like, in Puerto, for example, after a month, I just headed to Oaxaca. And after that, like, I had to go back home. I think I had like two weeks more mm -hmm. after that. And in Puerto, it was like crazy. I lost my voice completely, literally completely. Really? I wasn't able to speak. And for example, karaoke, it's a it's a killer. And then, you know, you just scream every every time you talk mm -hmm. with so many people. So it just it just happens. And then I went to the pharmacy and I'm like, please, like I lost my voice. Can you give can you give something to me for that? There was there was no internet at the time. And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what to give you. Because there's no internet. I cannot I cannot search anything. I'm like, so like what what are you doing here actually? Like, yeah. How are you how are you eligible to eligible here. to work in a pharmacy? Yeah, yeah. But behind me there was a doctor. Mm -hmm. She was like, I'm a doctor, like I'm gonna help you out. Yeah. And then and then I got my then I got my voice back again. But like yeah. the day when I lost my voice, 
oh, that was fun. We did like Olympics in a hostel. So our hostel, like the other hostel, we kind of got like, um, you know, we connected our, our teams and we're doing like Olympics, so like the games that you would have played and maybe primary school, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, egg on a spoon and like some running in the running in the water and swimming mm-hmm. pool or like and that not that day like it was so many people I had to talk with I, I mean I was working at the bar but then you just kind of get used to it that like mm-hmm. it goes this way that okay I'm exhausted um and social battery mm-hmm. is very low at one point yeah 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 I mean for sure a party hostel is a really sociable hostel right yeah but it's you know it it always depends at least for me on the type of people that are staying there because with some people you can really bond nicely in a sense like you know just like here you sit you have breakfast you do stuff together and like you can have a really nice conversation about like whatsoever mm-hmm. but with some people it's impossible and like this ongoing small talk I'm really exhausted by that mostly mm-hmm. like once I think I think that was actually in Spain yeah I literally left earlier like I went home earlier because like my social batteries was so low oh yeah because I felt like I couldn't really make meaningful relationships there so I just felt exhausted I I found myself like every day kind of calling my friends and family being like hey please guys like just talk talk Mm -hmm. to me something like you know just have a have a nice familiar conversation Mm -hmm. instead of this meaningless small talk yeah, 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 all the time. That's what you're having in party houses, right? That's that's one of the downside. I would say that, like, I mean, it always depends on the crowd, you know, because like I think generalizing is not good, and it's and it always depends where which season it is, mm. and you know, people simply. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it happens this way that like everything is just feels so meaningless that mm. people just cannot really yeah people surely bond. But it's more superficial than actually deep. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have like just easy connections to people, just hang out with and drink, have a good stay with, you go to party hostels, right? Yeah. And I think like I'm generally an extrovert. Like I don't have, I've never had problems connecting or talking to people whatsoever. But I think if I was an introvert, I would love to challenge myself, you know, mm-hmm. go to a party hostel mm-hmm. and like just see kind of kind of get out of my comfort zone mm. just to see how how it is actually to be in the spot that you can you just have to be social in a sense mm. you can't hide right you have to be there i mean sure you can but if you but if you're not there then it feels like you're you're not in the hostel even you know mm. what i mean like because if everybody's out there and you're in your room, then probably, you know, the next day, you're not going to have people, for example, to do any kind of activity during the day with. Mm, Because everyone's like on hangover or doing already something because they bonded the day before and planned something. And I mean, like, would you work in a party hostel as well? You said it is quite exhausting, but would you do that again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So there are a few downsides, but what are the ups? But um, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that again. Because like, I don't know. I would work in a party hostel again because you've got amazing people coming up. But like, mm-hmm. I don't think that my motivation to work is because it, it is a party hostel or not. It's mostly as like, I just want to work in a hostel mm-hmm. because I think people who are working in a hostel are 
just you know extroverts by heart and mm-hmm. everything but in the party hall it's just like so much more fun because like you know <laughs> you know how it goes like you go on a night out all together as for example as a team of volunteers oh. and there's some shit show happening mm-hmm. you wake up in the morning in the same dorm everybody's hangover as shit then you mm-hmm. go you have to do your shift and you start talking and like you know everybody has done something stupid at night uh-huh. so you share and and you bond because of that even more of course and yeah as a normal guest you would just like check out the other day or like in a few days and yeah and as normal guests i think like you're also more shy because you feel like yeah i don't know these people you know i i'm not sure i'm not sure if i should be comfortable like you know sharing mm-hmm. those stories with you but if you're a volunteer like of course you do like it's kind of your home for a while and yeah, yeah, this is your yeah. family for a while so <clears throat> yeah you go and share you go and share that with them that's for sure i volunteered in so many hostels as well in um new zealand but also here in mexico oh yeah and where? i loved it in puerto escondido actually anywhere else where i volunteered and i did it every single time because you live for free mostly you have free free breakfast as well And you have that community. And this was so beautiful because you're really far away from home, but then yeah. you're building that little family. And yeah, as you said, I think being in a party hostel is even more intense because you do this, these really crazy things. Yeah, but like, you know, it doesn't even have to be that crazy. Just like, you know, when you're drunk, I think it's simply easier for everybody to connect. Like, I don't know, just doing something stupid or funny. Like, I don't know, yesterday we were like just here down there mm. we're we're drinking water from like a bowl like puppies <laughs> literally we're like <laughs> like puppies and singing yeah, some french yeah. songs and it was just like so random uh-huh. but then like we're we're there and you know you go get out of your room this morning and vibe with the people you've done it with it's just much easier already yeah 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 because yeah yeah i feel that sometimes it's the only thing that you need if you're um, entering in your hostel, just go out with the people, right? At night. And the next day, you're friends with everyone. Exactly. And yeah, that's what I feel too. Yeah, party can connect people too. So I think like partying shouldn't be seen, or party hostel shouldn't be seen as like, oh, well, like it's always crazy and you can't sleep or whatever. Because like that's what I thought first before we started our conversation. But like now talking with you, I feel party hostels can connect people in a complete different way. It definitely can. And like, you know, there's not only parties still, like there's so, so many other things you can do. But simply what party does to everybody is like we were there yesterday together. And I feel like, you know, we kind of know each other more, even though it might seem superficial whatsoever. But like, okay, since we had a since we had a good vibe last night, then, you know, during the day. I don't know, maybe you want to, maybe you want to go to the beach, maybe you want to go mm. surfing together. And it's just like, we're already a bit upgraded yeah, in yeah, our, yeah. let's say, relationship or whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, we can develop it more. Yeah. Well, it really makes me want to stay in a party hostel too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you should, you should. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah just, just make sure it's a good party and people are chilled because I really mm. don't like when people are like, still kind of, uptight um, yeah but i think in europe mm. it's not so so great like i definitely see differences between like europe and here in mexico but i don't know like how is new zealand um new zealand i feel is really different from mexico first of all i found 
the people traveling New Zealand are really young because they're just finishing school and then going to New Zealand. New Zealand is a really safe uh, country. Mostly Aussies. A lot, uh-huh. And really Western-oriented. And yeah, so it's really easy to let your kid go to New Zealand and trust that everything's going to be all right. So I felt like it was... Um, crazy young people that were alone for the first time in their lives, living alone, traveling alone, and therefore trying to experience everything. I was at that time a bit older, like 23. I still did quite a bit of partying there. And actually, I did quite a lot of partying. But it was different. It was the music is different. The culture is different. Here, travelers are way older. I feel it starts with 25 you're one of the younger ones that i met being honest I feel the backpackers here are a bit older because latin america or central america is not is a bit more dangerous in general so i think if you're coming here then you know what you are you're aware of the danger and whatever right but then the people here they come here to travel for different reasons so for like finding themselves or to, I don't know, to learn the language, but they're not too much focused on party anymore. That's what I feel compared to New Zealand. But if they party, they party hard because it's a culture, you know, like the culture in general, people here are so much focused on the present and they're enjoying every single moment and they enjoy every sort of culture. Is it dancing? Um, is it singing or whatever? And it's a big part of it. So what I what I actually realized ever since I started podcasting, there's no silent space place here in Mexico. Mm-mm. Like you will never, ever Mm-mm. find a silent place. There's always music. There are always people shouting. There are always people dancing. Just yesterday yeah. I went to the plaza and there were like people making so much music, which is beautiful. Other people dancing randomly. And so going out here, like you dance way different, way more. It's not about flirting or hooking up anymore, but just more enjoying, I feel. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I feel like, you know, as you mentioned, people are older here. Mm-hmm. And I also noticed that um, when I was when I was in Mexico this year before, that like almost all of my teammates were around like 26, 29. Mm. And, you know, the people who are 29 we're partying fucking the hardest like, all of us, you know like uh-huh. you come back 6 a.m in the morning completely wrecked you start your shift 8 a.m yeah, yeah and yeah. you're kind of fine and then like you know you actually repeat that uh-huh. <laughs> a couple of nights in a row so that's the thing i feel people who are older they know the drill way better yeah and they know to what extent they can push themselves yeah 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 because you know I still get a FOMO. I'm I'm 23. Like I'm not gonna like I'm younger, you know. And I'm not gonna lie. I have fucking big amount of FOMO, but at the same time, like if I don't feel like it, I'm just not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's as simple as it is. And I think if you're 18, the social pressure is just higher, uh-huh. and it hits you harder because you feel like, oh wow, if when if not now. Mm. But then once you grow older, you realize then you've got plenty of time yeah that's what i feel too and being honest not going out yesterday i don't feel bad about it i have that too the fomo i have it more in germany than here being honest because i know here i can go out every single night because there is party every single night here in mexico like if you want to dance you just go dance but in germany the party is like more the weekend and then Mm -hmm. if you don't go out one weekend like 
I have that FOMO too. Oh yeah, Berlin killed me with FOMO. Honestly, like I had to escape at one point. I was just like, yeah. I don't want to. I think I don't want to do it to myself anymore. Yeah. No, Berlin was just like you know intense in terms of like exactly how many options you've got because like as yeah. you said, you know it's mostly weekend oriented and then like I don't know you go to air A, mm-hmm. you check out like how many different options there are and there's a whole list mm-hmm. you're like wow like wh- what am I what should I choose now from this and okay like if it's going to be good enough if I go here like how's it going to be there mm-hmm. how people are going here people are going there like what should I do mm-hmm. it's I don't know it's much more intense yeah it was nice definitely like it was a great experience living in Berlin but at the same time I wouldn't move back in it's a love-hate relationship I think a lot of people who live in Berlin have that yeah on one hand I love it and like every single time because I'm mostly catching my flights from there I always feel like shit I want to move back in because it's not even about partying at that point but like it's just such a great cultural spot like that flea marks museums shit tons of museums oh my Mm -hmm. gosh then you've got like some art festivals you can you can get different kind of dancing as well and it's just so diverse Mm -hmm. but then once you once you're there it's like oh i I don't know if i want to be here anymore yeah 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 Yeah, i always wished or i always wanted to live in berlin because of the techno scene i just love techno so much um but now that i grow older like i'm surprised to say it myself i actually I feel like I'm all right. I'm all right just, you know, like going to a festival in the summer and then to any other techno party here and there. But yeah, not having like um, right in front of me. It is tempting. Yeah. I am exhausted right now too from the previous day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from, the, yeah from yesterday. <laughs> from yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. I went to bed like 4.30. Yeah. It's not that bad. Like could have been worse. Yeah. But, you know. That's all. Now you have another more connections made. Bonded yeah. with some people. You have some plans for today. You had a great experience that you will never forget. That's for sure. You know, like, you always it always tell, stays in the back of your head. Like, uh-huh. what you've done and which place with who. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your experiences in party hostels. Thank you so much. If you guys want to stay in some party hostels, and should definitely come to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mex- like party. Mexico heads differently with party hostels. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. Have you scoped out the ultimate party hostel for your next adventure yet? Or are you double checking if your chosen hostel aligns with your vibe? Remember, hostels aren't just hostels. Each one carries its unique charm shaped by a myriad of criteria. So why wait? Embark on your journey, step out of your comfort zone and uncover the hostel that resonates with you. The experiences, the people, every moment becomes a lesson for your lifetime. Whether it's the wild party anecdotes or the serene nights around the hostel bonfire with a close-knit community. Go beyond discovering the world. Discover yourself. A heartfelt thank you for being part of this enchanting episode. Your presence here is a spark of inspiration, a celebration of the curiosity that propels us forward. To stay immersed in these transformative tales, hit that subscribe button of Apostle Stories on your favorite podcast platform. 
Until our paths cross again on the next chapter of House of Stories, keep dreaming, keep believing, and keep living your most extraordinary life. The world is vast, and your potential knows no bounds. Safe travels, fellow adventurers. May your journey be adorned with boundless joy and endless inspiration. Farewell until we reunite. Bye-bye. Para qual nada mais está tanto que somos.